Instead of striving for perfectionism, maybe how can you strive for a level of excellence? And that might be a better standard for you to set for yourself because nothing is ever perfect. Like the only thing that's perfect in this world is God. Hey there, you're listening to the Jerisha Said Podcast, episode 46. Having the courage to start your own business and actually sell your consulting services online can be tough. Look, it may not be easy, but it can be simple. In each season, we take a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain a solid understanding of what's required to serve, sell, and scale your consulting business. All you have to do is listen to what Jerisha said. If you are ready for a transparent, all the way real, edge-snatching strategies, grab your castor oil and keep listening. I am your host, corporate engineer turned online business consultant, Jerisha Hawk. So, hey, hey, everyone. Curious to know, have you ever struggled with self-sabotaging? Like, what is your number one biggest self-sabotaging behavior? And have you ever struggled with procrastination being the thing that holds you back from actually growing your business or selling your services or fully putting yourself out there? And I wanted to talk about this because I think, you know, there's some very similar commonalities that are coming up for so many people over and over again. And the biggest one that people are struggling with is with procrastination. So if you know that, just let me know, do you struggle with procrastination? And does procrastination, like, is it a self-sabotaging behavior that you do that holds you back from being able to grow in your business? And one thing I want you to ask yourself is if you're somebody that suffers from procrastination or something that you're saying that to yourself often, or it's coming up often where, you know, I keep procrastinating and that's holding me back from X. I want you to ask yourself a deeper question. I want you to ask yourself, what things are you procrastinating from doing? And what do you believe is actually causing the procrastination? Because I think those two things, just being able to identify that you're procrastinating isn't, I say, good enough, right? Because that doesn't really get us to the root cause of what's triggering that behavior. But ask yourself, what are you procrastinating from doing? And ask yourself, what do you believe is causing the procrastination? And there's three things that came up in my Facebook group over and over and over again in this thread when people were saying, you know, procrastination is my worst self-sabotaging behavior. And the first thing that people said was perfectionism. They said, what's causing you to procrastinate is their desire for perfectionism. And if you struggle from perfectionism, I want you to go deeper. Okay. Like, what are you trying to be perfect at? I think this is like when you talk about how do you beat procrastination as you grow your business, if one of the reasons for you is perfectionism, a lot of the time, many of us do not even have standards on how do I know when this thing will be perfect? And if you have not defined when will this thing be perfect so I know what I'm even measuring myself against, like so I know what my expectations are, if you keep saying I'm procrastinating because I struggle with perfectionism. And if you struggle with perfectionism, but you have not yet defined, how do I know if this is perfect? You will just keep tweaking and reworking something a thousand times over and a month will go past. And it's like, I'm still in the same boat. I still haven't like uploaded my worksheet and made it an opt-in. I still haven't figured out the process to package my service. Like I'm still just working in planning mode 
And really, like one thing I want you guys to realize, and I'm asking you some of these more, like I want you guys to think deeper beyond the surface of what is coming up for you, is these are just self-sabotaging behaviors, meaning these are habits or things that you do that go completely against the outcome or the result that you're looking to achieve. So if you're struggling with perfectionism, I want you to ask yourself, have you yet defined what does perfect look like? And I want you to also think about how does somebody get perfect at anything? One, like perfection, being perfect really doesn't exist, first and foremost. So it's like giving yourself some grace. But if you think about people who are perfect, who comes to mind for you? Like people who I think are perfect are like Obama. (laughs) I think of Beyonce. I think of Michael Jordan. I think of people who are like Kobe Bryant. I don't know why I'm thinking of athletes, but I feel like those individuals operate from a certain level of perfectionism. You need to shift your perspective. So instead of focusing so much on this has to be perfect before I release it, first ask yourself, what does perfect look like for you? How are you defining what perfect looks like so you can go But also realizing that instead of striving for perfectionism, maybe how can you strive for a level of excellence? And that might be a better standard for you to set for yourself because nothing is ever perfect. Like the only thing that's perfect in this world is God. Beyond that, we're kind of screwed, like from birth, right? I'm a believer. I'm a Jesus girl. We were born into sin. So if we're born into sin, you're literally born imperfect, right? And the goal is for you to operate from a space of like, where is your heart posture? This is just what I believe. Like, I know that I will never live up to like all the codes of conduct that are listed in the Bible, or I'll never be as perfect as Jesus was. But my goal is how can I be operating from a space of I'm moving with good heart posture? So instead of focusing on being perfect, how can I focus on being my best today? Or how can I focus on producing the best that I can do within this season based off the resources that I have available. So one thing for you to beat procrastination is actually define what that looks like for you. So when it comes to perfectionism, what does perfect look like? And also how can you shift your perspective to say like, you know, how can I just produce what's perfect in this moment? And that might mean things are imperfect, right? Like, and you only get good by practicing, like you, nothing will ever be perfect by you just creating it in your head. You're able, like, you don't know if something works until you actually get engagement, until you actually take action. You know, I I think about, like, if I would have waited for services that sell my signature service to be perfect, like, I wouldn't have quit my job. I would never have, you know, built a multiple six-figure business because it's still not perfect. Like, there's a ton of typos. There's broken links. There's content that I thought was perfect before, and I realized that it could be made better The goal isn't for me to wait until it's perfect. The goal is for me to be on this continuous pursuit of improvement. And that's it. So I put out, like, I look at everything as a draft. Like, I look at everything as this is beta. And, like, the beta just gets better, right? Because it's never perfect. Like, it never is going to be perfect. The second thing that came up, what causes them to procrastinate, is not trusting the path that they're currently on. Or if they're unsure if the actions that they're taking or the path that they're on is the right path that they should be on. And if you can relate to that one where they say, you know, I procrastinate because I don't know if I'm moving in the right direction or I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. So I just kind of procrastinate and I do nothing or I kind of just sit here. I'm kind of just waiting until I figure out what my plan is going to be. And if that is the case for you, I want us to like really dissect that for a second. So if you don't know if you're unsure if the path that you are on is the path like is the direction that you should be moving in, again, it goes back to how are you measuring that? Like, have you defined what the result is that you want to achieve? 
and have you identified what is required for you to get that result, right? I talked about this in my Instagram story yesterday, but like if you have not yet defined what are the metrics of success and what does success look like, you won't know if your path is accurate or you won't know if you're moving down, like if you're at least moving in the right direction, if you have not clearly defined what the end destination is. So think about like if you were getting in your car, right? And you were trying to drive somewhere. If you don't actually put in your GPS system what your destination is, Siri can't create a path for you, right? She'll show you the whole map of like all these different roads and all these different routes that you can take. But if you do not put in the GPS and tell Siri where the destination you want to go, she will never be able to like pull up a route for you, right? So if you have not clearly defined what success looks like for you, you will never be able to like come up with a path of what's required for you to get there. But once you've defined what your end result is, then you start to look at, okay, do I know what is required for me to achieve these results? Or am I just guessing? Am I just trying to mimic or copy what I see somebody else doing from the outside, but I really don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. And if you don't know what your path is, this is the thing that's baffling me then why do you feel uncomfortable asking for help? Why do you feel uncomfortable saying, you know what, this is the end result that I want to get to, but with the resources that I have available to me right now, I'm not able to get there. So let's say you're trying, you're living in Michigan, which is where I'm at right now. And for example, like I'm going to Bali in a couple of weeks. Let's say that's my end destination. I want to go be in Bali and I'm in Michigan right now. The only resource that I have available is a car, right? I have a vehicle available to me right now. I cannot drive to Bali from the United States of America. So once I've defined my destination and I know what is required for me to get to Bali, I'm going to either need a boat (laughs) and a lot of food, or I'm going to need to get on a plane. And instead of me sitting here sulking, procrastinating on going to Bali because I don't own my own plane, why don't I just buy a ticket and get on somebody else's plane to get me to my destination? And the same thing is true for you and your business. Like once you've identified what you want your destination to be, like it is okay. This is the thing that baffles me is like, why do people feel, why do you feel as if you can't buy a ticket to get on somebody else's plane, to get on a proof, like to invest in a coach or to invest in a course or to read the book or to get the resources that you need that you currently do not have to help you figure out, like to help you get to your destination that you want to get to. So if you're somebody who's procrastinating right now because you don't know what you're doing, you don't know what you're supposed to be doing, you don't know what path you're on, you don't trust the path that you're on, like seek counsel, seek expert advice, find somebody that you believe in, you align with their core values and who has chartered that path before, right? Like it'd be hilarious if if we asked Siri like, do 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 get me to this destination and she's like okay and then she just puts it on the map but she doesn't give you the route and she's giving you the route based off of data past experience like what's the quickest way for you to get to that end result like so it's okay it is okay for you to invest in yourself to like you know follow somebody else's framework to at least move you in the right direction And then as you're learning somebody else's framework to adjust and adopt that based off of what your business model is and what your needs are and what your personality is like, that is okay. Like, I think it's when people think about business, they think about it so differently than how we operate every other aspect of our life. Like, think about why we all went to college. 
If you have a college degree or if you enrolled in a university, at some point you were seeking expert counsel. Like I, I got a degree in civil engineering. I never thought that was going to be a destination that I had, but or that destination that I wanted to arrive to. But like life happened. I went to school to get to be an engineer. I wish I would have like sat there in high school or like when I was in college before I transferred and be like, you know, I want to be an engineer. I don't know what I'm about to do. You know what you need to do. You need to go to college, get the degree, get the education that is moving you in the right direction to prepare you to be ready to be employed. Like we are so quick to come up with solutions in like regular life, like, you know, in our corporate nine to five world or in the traditional society. But when it comes to our business, we're like, oh, I can't ask for help. I can't go to school to learn business skills. I can't go to, you know, invest in somebody else to buy their book, to learn how to sell or to buy their course, to learn how to grow my business. Like we'll be so hesitant to do that when it comes to our business, but we'll be a lot more quick to do that in like, you know, I guess like in regular life. So if you don't trust the path that you're on, or if you're unsure if you're on the right path, or if you don't know what it is that you're doing, seek counsel, find advice, like read a book, go to Udemy and buy a course. Like if you're looking to create four-figure service and sell your services using live stream video and sales call, come holla at me. I'll be able to help you out. Like whatever it is that you need, like you don't have to know all the things. You do not need to have all the answers. Like you don't need to know everything on your own. Go buy the thing that you need. Go spend the time learning that thing that you need. I agree with this. The Brown Report, he's like, books are cool, but courses and coaches is where it's at for results. And I agree a thousand percent, mainly because like, look, y'all, let me just be frank. I think Caitlin Batcher said this today on her Instagram uh, feed. She said the quickest way to being a millionaire is I want to say consistency or is repetition, not innovation. And when you think about some of the most innovative things that we have or we experience in today's society, none of it is brand new, right? Like when you think of the most innovative products, like Tesla comes to mind. Tesla is innovative, but like Tesla isn't a brand new idea. They are leveraging a proven framework, meaning like the vehicle, which has been around for over a hundred years. They didn't create some flying thing. Like Tesla used a proven framework to get them moving in the right direction of how do we build a car? And then they evolved it, right? Or you think about even Facebook. Like Facebook's platform was not innovate. Like it wasn't brand new. They used the framework of MySpace and MySpace used the framework. There was some other, I don't know the name of it. There was another social media platform before Facebook existed. They used these frameworks to get them moving in the right path, get them moving on the right direction. And then they evolved it. Like pretty much in today's world, like there's nothing that's like, I don't know. I don't feel like anything is like ridiculously innovative. So if you're trying to like sell services or become a consultant or teach people how to trade or, you know, sell trademarking services or be a a CFO for somebody, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. You do not need to reinvent the wheel. Go find a wheel that's already rolling, that's already working, like a proven process, a proven framework. Go find a wheel that's already rolling. Invest in that wheel so you can at least get your wheel moving. And then as you get your wheel moving, then you can start to evolve it to something different or to position it different than what's already in the marketplace. But like, bruh, if you sitting here trying to wait for like, I don't even know what it is that you're waiting for. Like, don't. Right. Like, and even with Michael Jordan, like 
When Mark Jarrett came out with his shoes, like it disrupted the industry because like nobody was selling shoes like Jay's when Jay's came out. But like Jordan didn't innovate that. Like Jordan wasn't the very first shoemaker to ever be on the soles of people's feet. Like you use a proven framework, use a proven process, and then you evolve it beyond that. Okay. Today's episode is brought to you by the Divi WordPress theme by Elegant Themes. Unless you are a small business owner who is not interested in growing your brand online, you need to have a website. Back in the early stages of launching my business, I wanted to look like an expert from the start, but I didn't have the budget to hire a world-class web designer. I had to build my own website from scratch, but I didn't want it to look like I did it myself. That's when I discovered the Divi WordPress theme. Divi is more than just a theme. It's a website building framework that makes it possible to design beautiful websites without ever touching a single line of code. Its visual drag and drop feature is changing the game. And this website theme is the one I have always used in my business. Your website is the online face of your company and you should be proud to have it represent you. Stop feeling embarrassed to give out your URL and send a potential client to your website. Visit jerishahoff.com backslash website and try the Divi WordPress theme for free today. In the next two hours, you could DIY a professional website using Divi. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash website to try the Divi WordPress theme for free. So if you're struggling with procrastination and that's holding you back from growing your business because you don't trust the path that you are on, if you don't trust your path, go invest in somebody else's path that you trust, right? Like go follow somebody else or follow another system that is proven, that is getting results. Like, you know, don't just invest in any Joe Schmo, like do your due diligence, see their receipts. Like, are they living it? Are they able to teach it? And then like, go learn from them. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm harping on that for a moment because it just kind of confuses me why we, why individuals can be so hesitant to go do that, where it's like, everybody does that. Everybody who was successful, they didn't innovate just out of like thin air. Like, even if you think about Steve Jobs and the iPhone, the iPhone was innovative, but he used the primary framework of like a regular phone, Like a regular phone already existed. He understood a proven process to get his ball rolling. And then he evolved it beyond that, like to what we have today. Same, like, let me stop. Like same thing with everything else, but like stop trying to wait for like you to be the most innovative thing before you come out. Because some of y'all are solving very simple problems. Like, you know, ridiculous amounts of innovation are not even really required for you to be successful. Like some of y'all are in industries where like, if you just provide Like, I'm going to talk about the hair industry for a second, okay? When we go to beauticians, I have a phenomenal beautician, so I don't have this issue anymore. But, like, if you're trying to, like, help people open up their own salon or if you are offering the service of doing people's hair, like, you really don't need to be crazy innovative. A lot of the time, you can be super successful by just being a little bit better than what is, like, the standard norm out there. Like, if you own your own salon, like, can we have quality customer service? Like... Can you maybe use an app so I can schedule my appointment so I don't have to text you and wait for somebody to text me back? Like, you don't need to be crazy innovative. Like, a lot of us, we're not solving cancer. We are not trying to be, like, the first woman on Mars. Like, we're not creating these, like, groundbreaking things. 
And I get that what you're doing can change lives. And I get that what you are capable of doing has the capacity to make a really huge impact. But like, if you're worried about if you're going down the most innovative path for a very simple solution that you might provide, like, bro, it's not that serious. It's not that serious. Find a proven process that somebody has already perfected in the sense that like, it's already getting people consistent results. It's already helping people move in the direction that you want to be moving in. Like, just go invest in that. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to crush nobody's dreams. I know what I'm even doing. Like, we're not curing cancer over here at Hawk Hustle headquarters. We might be helping somebody pay for their cancer treatments, you know, right? Like, <laughs> but I'm not like coming, I'm not doing brain surgery. Like, we're not creating 3D prints of people's lungs. Like, we're not doing anything like that. Like, I'm out here trying to make money and I'm out here trying to help you make money. That's it. That's it. So, like, I think sometimes some of y'all just be extra. And I'm gonna need y'all just to take a seat, keep it simple. And keep it pushing, all right? Like, just go follow somebody else's framework and then learn the foundational things that you need and then evolve beyond it. Like, if you're trying to go learn basketball, right? If you're trying to go be a basketball player, I'm just using sports. If you want to go learn basketball, your first activity is not to learn how to do a 360 dunk. Your first activity is how can I learn how to dribble? How do I learn how to just bounce the ball without losing control? Then maybe you do a cross through the legs or something. You learn how to cross it through your legs. Then you learn how to run down, up and down a court with the ball. You learn how to do a layup. You learn how to block an opponent. Like you learn how to read a scoreboard. You learn how to read a playbook. Like learn the fundamentals before y'all try to be innovative. If don't try to break the rules and like reinvent the wheel when you have not learned the basics yet. Right. And like you can win and do really, really well in the game. Just knowing the basics. There's nothing wrong with keeping it simple. Okay, I'm gonna go to point number three that I wrote down, okay? Because I'm getting a little hot. I got my wig on, it's getting a little hot. Let me move on to point number three. The third biggest thing that was causing people procrastination was not seeing the desired results as fast as they wanted to. Meaning that they started procrastinating because they were putting out effort And the effort they were putting out was not producing the results that they wanted as quickly as they wanted it. So then they started procrastinating and just say, you know what, like, I don't know, I'm done. And I think this is a really, really big one that I think all of us have probably struggled with all of this at some point in our business journey. But if you're procrastinating because you're not seeing the desired results that you want in the time frame that you want them and I think the biggest thing with this is, one, people saying I'm not getting the results as fast as I want. And I think this is really interesting because a lot of the time we will set goals and then we will set time parameters. It's like basically like God is going to bless us, but we're telling God, like, you got to bless me on my timeline. Like, God, I know you've given me the vision. I know you called me to do X or whatever it is. You've called me for this. But like, God... I've been at this for six months. Where is the blessing? I've been at this for a year, Lord. I'm still waiting for my package. I've been at this for three years, God. Why am I not a millionaire yet? You gave me the vision of, but where is the tangible blessing? And I think it's so, like, we have got to make sure, first and foremost, that we are, like, if you're setting a timeline on when something needs to get done, It goes back to what I mentioned earlier. Have you defined what is required for you to get that result? Who on here wants to be a millionaire? I know I do. I'm trying to be multi-millionaire over here at Hall Coastal headquarters. I'm trying to have some coins, okay? 
trying to have multiple wigs. Okay. <laughs> okay. I really enjoy, I really, really enjoy wearing Ferragamo shoes and Chanel loafers. I really enjoy being able to tithe in large capacities. I really want to be able to take a group of services that sell students on like an all expense paid trip to Greece. Like I want to do stuff like that. Right. Has anybody at all researched on average, how long does it take somebody to become a millionaire? Does anybody know the answer to that? How long does it take somebody to become a millionaire? Just based off of all the humans who lived on this earth so far, I get that you may be a special unicorn, you may be able to do it the faster, but people want to be a millionaire, right? Have anybody done the research to see how long on average does it take for somebody to become a millionaire? Just let me know. I know the answer. I'm going to tell y'all in a second, but has anybody done that? So like, let's say you've set this goal saying, you know, God, look, I know you've called me for greatness, Lord, you have. And you know what I think greatness looks like for me, Lord? I believe greatness looks like for me is that I'm going to be a millionaire. I think you've called me to be a seven figure, you know, multiple comma club. Like, I think that you've called me for that. But like, if you don't even know, okay, what is the normal timeline for somebody to become a millionaire? In the United States, on average, the average millionaire takes them 12 to 20 years before that they become a millionaire. 12 to 20 years. And there's definitely people who've done it faster. Somebody said Jim Rohn said six years. I really do believe with like technology and the way the world is where it is now, at least when I look at the millionaires I've personally witnessed, like in our online space, you know, I'd say it takes people like six to seven years, right? So if you know, like, look, you're trying to have, you know, seven digits in your bank account, you now know like the average person, I'd say on average, let's just say seven to 10 years before you become a seven figure earner. If you know that is the case, You've now at least defined a parameter. So like that lets you know that it takes me seven years to become a seven figure earner. You being consistent, moving towards that one goal for seven years, like that gives you some parameter. So like if you're worried about I'm not seeing the the results that I want as quickly as I want it, like I don't know anybody that just woke up one day and like was a millionaire. Even people who win the lottery, how long were they playing the lottery before they hit the big money? How many tickets did they buy at the liquor store, at the gas station? How much money did they invest in the lottery industry before they got that ticket that won? I mean, I look up, I think about my family members who gamble, who buy lottery tickets. They've been on this path for some years, some years. Some of them have hit some money. Some of them have got some money from it. But like, okay, if you're not getting the desired results, I'm just using a millionaire as an example. But like, if you haven't been diligent, consistently showing up day in and day out, committed to this vision of what you think is going to produce you the seven figures. And if you haven't been at it for six or seven years, some of y'all give up prematurely and you wonder why I'm not getting the results that I want or that I'm procrastinating because I'm not seeing the desired results is because you gave up too soon. Like some of y'all been going at this for three weeks, for three months, for a year, for two years. And it's like, Jay, it's not popping off. Two things there. You may be consistently doing the wrong things, meaning your path is off. Like you haven't followed a proven process. You haven't implemented strategies that have been tested and tried and proven. And you out here just kind of throwing spaghetti at a wall, just waiting for something to stick. You could be moving down the right path and you could be using the wrong tactics. Second, maybe God may never have called you to do this. Like I'm really, really big on you need to pray for permission before you pursue. So many of us are on paths 
and in buildings and in rooms that God never intended for you to be in. And you wonder why you're struggling because you're in your flesh. I'm saying, I want this. And like, God has never, this was never supposed to be in your plan. Right. So like you're asking God to bless something on the back end when like this, you were never supposed to be on that path in the first place. And you will, like, it will be tough. Like you'll struggle. But if you've asked for like, you know, permission and God has given you the access to say, yeah, this is it, go. And like, you do need to follow a proven process. Like I'm really, really big in that. Like you do not need to reinvent the wheel. Like go invest in somebody, get the course, hire the coach, join the mastermind, do whatever you need to do to get you moving in the right direction. But if you're not seeing the results that you want as fast as you want them, a lot of the time you're just quitting too soon. And I can guarantee you, I don't know if anybody else has this type of testimony, but literally, if you are a person of faith, right? Like I'm a woman of faith. I don't know where you guys stand spiritually. You know, I respect your spiritual beliefs or whatever, but I'm a woman of faith. And I know that if you are a Christian and if you are committing your life to the Lord, you will experience spiritual warfare. You will experience it. And when you decide to say, you know what, I'm moving in this direction because I'm being obedient to what God has called me to do. So I'm walking forward in obedience. Yes, I feel the fear. Yes, I feel the discomfort, but I'm still going to be moving forward in obedience. You will experience spiritual warfare. Their devil will be busy. Like the devil will get busy. And I never experienced that until this past year. I'm moving and being obedient to what God's called me to do. And then all sorts a blasphemy just started happening. Like all sorts of like, you know, and I've heard this from my students, like somebody in their family will die. They'll get brought down with the illness. Their best friend will pass away. Their car, will, they'll get into a car accident. Like literally when they make the decision to say, you know what, God, I'm for you. And I'm going to be obedient to what you've called me to do. Even though I don't feel like I had the strength or, or I don't feel like I'm qualified to do it, but I know through you, I'll have the provision. I'm going to move in obedience. Literally, Like my homeboy just quit his job being obedient to God. Like God called him to do this. Literally the day he quit, he got into a car accident. Brother didn't have the money to get his car fixed. Like didn't have the money. Literally the day he quit, he leaving his job, quit car crash, car gone, totaled. Or like you get a flat tire or you lose the client that really was sustaining your income. At those moments, that is the devil being busy. Like you are in the midst of spiritual warfare. And at those times, people can say, you know what, Jay? And this has happened numerous times when people join services that sell. Because I pray over my students. I pray over my program. I pray before I go lives. Like I always am asking God to cover us. If you're listening to this right now, like I'm asking God to cover us. And I ask God to cover us. But I know that people will join the program in like two weeks after they join, like something crazy in their life will happen. And that is not the time to give up. At that moment, if you give up, the devil has won. And that's just warfare. And it's also like, it's not, I don't want to say it's a test, but I do want to say it is, but it's really more of an opportunity for you to grow in your faith. It is not a test to God. Why are you doing this to me? Why is this happening to me? He's saying, here's an opportunity for you to grow in your faith. I need you to exercise it. I need you to feel whatever's happening right now. Then I need you to choose to be, you know what, Lord, this may be happening right now, but I'm still going to move forward. I'm still going to be obedient. I'm not going to run away to go back to where my comfort zone was. And I got to, I didn't realize it was already six o'clock, but I got to get out of here. But 
I just want y'all to realize that like if you are allowing spiritual warfare to cause you to harm you from moving forward in your business, if you are allowing perfectionism, not seeing the desired results that you want or as quickly as you want them, not trusting the path that you are on. We've talked about a few different things that you can do. First thing is you need to create parameters of what those things actually mean. What is causing you to procrastinate? What is causing you to not get the desired results that you want? What is like, if you don't trust the path you on, who can you trust and invest in and work with to get you back on track and moving in the right direction? If you're not seeing the desired results that you want, how do you need to change? What actions of yours need to change? What things do you need to stop doing? What things do you need to start doing? And just know Just know if you are an individual who has already committed their life to the Lord or is in the process of doing it and you're being obedient by moving in your calling that God has called you to to move in, just know that spiritual warfare is real. Just know that and know that the devil will be busy. And the hardest points in your life that you start to experience where it's getting real, real rocky, just know you are literally steps away from experiencing your transformation. You are steps away from experiencing abundance like you've never experienced it before. Because you're getting close. The closer you get, the busier the devil gets. People are like, oh, uh-uh, she getting too close, y'all. Woo-woo, alert, alert. Y'all got to go down to wherever she at and hold her back because you're getting too close. You're getting too close. So that's what I got for y'all today. I got to get out of here. I love y'all. Be blessed. Be great. Keep moving forward like Nia said this to us on a coaching call and it's one of the best things I've ever, like I keep this near and dear to my heart. And she says, you don't wait in faith, you walk in faith. So stop waiting in faith, walk in faith, be obedient to what God has called you to get your armor on for when the spiritual, when the spiritual warfare is real and find community of people to join your gang, like to join your army, to fight this with you, like to move forward this with you. Like you don't have to be in this battle alone. So that's what I got. So y'all be blessed. Have a great day. Bye, y'all. This episode was brought to you by my premium program, Services That Sell. If you've been thinking about turning the skills you currently have into a four-figure service that you can sell consistently, I encourage you to sign up for my free crash course training at jerishahawk.com backslash masterclass. I'll make sure you know everything you need to enroll high-ticket clients using simple sales strategies. This method has been developed specifically for those who do not have an audience and don't want to spend thousands of dollars trying to get complicated funnels to work. This is your time to gain the clarity you so desperately crave to confidently sell your services online. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash masterclass now.